Hello, welcome to the Ali Houston Transforms podcast. I'm a former physicist who fixed my brain using nutrition. I now coach people to empower them to do the same. If you or anyone you know could benefit from a mental health tune-up, head over to metsy.com, M-E-T-P-S-Y, where myself and psychiatrist Dr. Rachel Brown coach people to better mental health. And I'm delighted to have with me today Olivia Quadra and Sam Felton. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Olivia, um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and um, how you came to be a board trustee at the Public Health Collaboration? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, hi, my name is Olivia Quadra and I um, have not been from a nutritional background uh, for the most part uh, of my of my life and career. Um, I very much started off in the business world and had about 23 years of working in a corporate environment for probably the two most recognizable brands in the UK and um, very much in a kind of strategy marketing role and was pretty pretty happy generally for for the most part but it did get to a point from a um, personal point of view where it was taking a bit of a toll on my um on my on my health and my personal life and I also encountered my parents passing away so I decided to take some time out and to have a bit more you know take a step back have a bit more perspective on life and see if there's anything else out there for me so I took a little break about three years ago and decided to work through some of the things you never get time to do when you're in a in a in a career um with full-time uh, kids as well and um, decided to research the optimal diet and what that was because I was very conscious that my parents had passed away from diabetes and um, and also Alzheimer's in the case of my dad and it always felt like oh I'm done for I'm going to have to have these diseases and having cared for them for 10 years that was quite a harrowing, um, a harrowing um, experience and one that I didn't want to go through myself or nor did I want to put my kids through that so it felt like I could at least make the effort to reduce that inevitable um, consequence that felt like it was coming my way and lo and behold when I started doing this type of research I found that you know very quickly I'd gone from Google straight into many um, many research papers and found that there was plenty of evidence to suggest that none of these uh, diseases needed to happen which was quite a revelation for someone who'd you know been on the frontline caring for my parents for 10 years and had to you know look my dad in the eye when he was trying to reckon with how he was going to be losing his memory which was a you know an, an awful thing to watch some and witness somebody having to go through uh and it, it it left me quite um quite frustrated that there's such a lack of information about something so fundamental and basic as how we should be eating um you know the most probably what affects our quality of life the most felt like the the information that was lacking the most as well and coming from a, a background of strategy and marketing it felt like I'd rather use my skills in this space for a little bit and see if I can in help in some way so the public health collaboration was at the time just advertising for trustees um, and I applied and found that uh, that was an opportunity I was I was offered I was really pleased to find that and and yeah, so since then I've been working on that and going on my own, continuing my own personal uh, nutrition journey as well. Fantastic. Yeah, sad story. Thanks for sharing. Um, sorry you had to go through that. My gran had Alzheimer's and it's dreadful. And I was 
I shared that feeling of kind of disbelief that there wasn't really much in the way of education for doctors nor for the general public in terms of how much diet and lifestyle can influence these things and how pockets of researchers were starting to call Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes and how they were linking it to other metabolic illnesses and so on and how red meat had been unfairly demonized etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah it kind of for me it felt I felt angry uh relieved that I'd found good information relieved that I felt good and that hopefully that I was you know having one copy of the APOE4 gene you know leaving me at higher risk to Alzheimer's um I was relieved that I could take control to some extent um and I guess that's something that Sam, you found with your background kind of empowering people to take control themselves. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's probably a good good way to put it. So my background before the public health collaboration was being a personal trainer and fitness boot camp instructor. So um yeah, 2010, I um trained at the European Institute of Fitness as a master personal trainer and then kind of got out into the big bad world and you know trying to help people become healthier <laughs> through through exercise um but quite quickly you, you realize how important nutrition is um and uh yeah thankfully at the time um Gary Torbs actually published his um how we get fat book which is kind of like the the brief version of good calories bad calories <laughs> basically so that was really good um and a good inception into um what was to come and uh yeah i just started recommending clients low carb diets along with kind of the the interval training and strength training that we were doing at the boot camps um and that was just you know it works really effectively for people um but it's it's not just you know advising that and then it just happens and they they stay in that happy <laughs> happy place forever um, it's a continual battle and trying to help yeah empower people um and support them um for as, as, as long as i can has kind of always been um, a purpose of mine since since 2010. Mm, very cool yeah the you find people you know that that saying um when the student's ready the teacher appears kind of thing there's a <laughs> cycle of change where people are you know nowhere near wanting to change maybe they're in denial about their own behavior about what's really harming them and they you know it's it's almost there's almost very little point in trying to reach people who are there it's people who are kind of thinking about it and so the, the, a lot of people, even who listen to the podcast, will have started eating stuff that they don't want to eat for their health goals. They'll be thinking, you know, how do I kind of reset and, and, and um, you know, push ahead again? And, you know, we all fall off the wagon once in a while, um, some more than others, myself included. And I know that food addiction uh, is a component of what the public health collaboration does. Um, certainly, you know, Jen Unwin's talking at the upcoming conference about that side of things. Um, and I'm and I dare say other people will too. But this is this is um 
this is what I, we really want to talk about today is the the conference that's coming up. You know, you were talking about uh, all of this kind of stemming from around your reading around 2010. Even then, there was stuff from uh, you know Atkins way back, and then more historical figures like Banting and and uh, people who'd written about low carb diets for the last however many hundred years. Um, and then the sort of paleo anthropological approach where you can look back thousands or millions of years and find evidence. But um, there's really, really high quality stuff from, you know, the early 21st century, the, the latter part of the 20th century that most people don't even really know about. People like um, Finney and Volek, you know, the art and science of low carbohydrate performance and various others. And I guess like part of what you're trying to do with the uh, the conference that's coming up on the 19th and 20th of May in Sheffield in uh, England is showing that there's really high quality science being done around all this. And, you know, you've got people like Ben Bickman, David and Jen Unwin, Professor Roy Taylor, um, uh, Sophia Clemens, uh, Sean Baker, Anthony Chafee, the list goes on and on. Um, so can you can you talk more about the conference this year and 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 what you're you're aiming for with it? Yeah, uh, yeah please, Olivia, go for it. <laughs> sure. I mean, from my perspective, and just to I guess reiterate my background being in in marketing, I've always looked at how how we get the message out to the public and how we educate at a population level. And just to pick up on your point earlier, um, Ali, about you know some people not ready yet. Um, you know, that is a very classic aspect of how you communicate a message. You take into account the adoption curve, the natural cycle that you know a population will go through because you'll have those early adopters that are there right now and benefiting. And then there will be an early majority um, or you'll have your innovators, then your early adopters, then your early majority. And, you know, to my mind, the quicker we can get up that curve and the quicker we can make the curve look like that rather than long and flat, the quicker we will benefit more people and reduce you know suffering reduce costs for the nhs so bearing in mind that we're really just trying to get the message out abs absolutely to the medical healthcare community but um maybe more so than we have before to the public um you know that is that is why we have designed it in such a way where it's at a venue where you're you know able to come along there's plenty of space um, and speakers that we hope at, at least those that are interested in health already will recognize some of the speakers. And as you say, they're, they're very much backed by science and they very much have followings themselves and are already making impacts on people's lives. And, you know, bringing those types of speakers together into a venue and, and asking the public to come along, we think is hopefully going to explain that across many, many different metabolic illnesses, you have the same root cause that is underlying all of it, which is that your metabolic health has not been fully um fully cared for fully understood and you're not you know and you don't realize yet that you have the power to do that and so you know with all of the conversation around around the nhs and the issues with the nhs and how we fund more um services in the nhs it's we think it's really important to use the conference as a platform to slightly adjust that narrative to say let's all look at our own health and let's change things for the better whether we're the public, whether we're um, from the from the healthcare community that is helping the public, um, and so and so it's been designed that way to to really start making inroads into that adoption curve and getting more people along to the front. Mm, yeah, 
Sam, I last saw you uh, in Solihull at the the primary care lifestyle conference, where it was really aimed at um primary care health you know healthcare workers, and that was really interesting because you could tell from talking to them that there was loads of people who were on the fence who were there, and I dare say it'll be same with the public health collaboration conference where people are coming along, uh, curious but skeptical, um. Do you have a sense for, you know, the 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 kind of um, breakdown of people who are going to be there? Uh, yeah, I I think it will kind of be as it has been for kind of like the past seven years. This this will be our seventh annual conference, so um, it's it's incredible that we're getting um so uh big now, but um it's it's probably going to be about fifty percent healthcare professionals, fifty percent passionate members of the public um but in terms of kind of like people's levels of, of skepticism um i i don't know but having spoken to some people they i know that they've managed to kind of you know convince some colleagues that aren't necessarily so into this um to come along to the conference and kind of you know you, you said curious but skeptical um is probably a good phrase for for it but that that's kind of like a good place to be isn't it that you're you know you're completely opening open to listening but you're not afraid of asking questions and and that's you know what the phc is all about basically um we're, we're absolutely open to listening um but we're not afraid about asking um difficult questions <laughs> And I yeah. think both those audiences have a role with each other. So I think the more you get yeah. the public along, the more they're going to educate their own doctors. And you just listen to David Unwin's story. That's exactly how it happened. So it's a cyclical effect of, of both those audience, you know, having having that knock on effect on each other. So we want we want everyone there. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and co collaboration is the name of the game. Exactly. You know, um, <laughs> it's, it's patients and healthcare professionals working together to create a healthier and happier society. So. Yeah, they can all talk to each other. And I think access to healthcare professionals who understand what you've gone through and what you want, um, which is, you know, remission of so-called chronic illnesses and prevention of so-called inevitable illnesses. And being able to speak in person to world-leading experts on this is kind of new. I think in the UK, it doesn't happen very often anyway. You know, um, on a personal level, uh, Sam, who who are you looking forward to seeing talk? Uh, who might, who maybe it's been a, a, you've been following for a long time. Who's my my favorite? I I, I hate to. How are you going to choose? Yeah, this is this is it. I mean, yeah, Olivia and I have kind of like cultivated the the the, the lineup, so they're almost all, all our children. But I think you know, the 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 best way to put it is maybe kind of like by panels because we've we've for the most part the the conference is made up of panels of you know multiple speakers because uh, we think that that's like it's just a it's a more exciting thing to see, isn't it? Like you know, actual experts on in a discussion together talking about stuff rather than just kind of you know death by powerpoint <laughs> but it's it's um yeah really um all about the panels this year and the panels that i'm really looking forward to it um 
looking forward to all of them. But <laughs> if I if I had to pin them down, guns on heads, um, would be the cancer panel on the Friday, and then the do we need to eat plants on the Saturday. Um, those are the two ones that I'm really looking forward to. Um, so yeah, um, definitely go go check those out. Mm, yeah, I mean, curious but skeptical people, I think will probably be, you know, their ears will really prick up with those ones because it's a very, they're they're both very understandably sensitive subjects. You know, people have cultural, personal cues for both subjects, really, about, you know, eating plants and about, you know, what cancer is, uh, how it can be approached and um, the kind of um, false hope and dodgy science that you, you see elsewhere, which people are, I guess, always worried that they're going to see again. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see those panels as well. Uh, I'm not able to attend this year, unfortunately. Uh, something that's been in the diary for forever that I really thought about moving, but um, I can't. Um, but definitely, I'll definitely be following up afterwards. And people can do that, can't they? So if they if they're not able to make it in person, then they'll be able to watch after uh, Olivia. Uh, yes, that is going to be an option. As we 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 have all of our talks from all of our previous conferences on our YouTube channel, so it's a great place to go and get excellent information and subscribe to our channel. Uh, and so that will be that will be the case this year as well. And, and those two topics that, that Sam mentioned, I would also kind of agree with it. Actually, two topics we have never really talked about before is public health collaboration. So that's why it's even more exciting. And to have people like Sophia Clemens coming along and um, and to have, you know, Sean Baker and also a plant based doctor who's, um, you know, coming along to have the discussion. And, you know, it's going to be great to, to be able to put that out there for the public and it will be on YouTube. And and people be able to, to to reconcile these very differing messages that you get as someone who's just standing there saying, thinking, how do I improve my diet? And on the one hand, you've got very vociferous viewpoints about about whether plants are the best thing in the world, or and then you're also hearing an emerging voice about them not being the case. So we really want to help people try and reconcile those very contrasting viewpoints. And you know, it's never going to you know give you the whole answer um but it is going to at least help you compare a little bit more easily and go away a little bit more informed and that's really our intention with it mm. i'd be curious to know that kind of a, a little peek behind the curtain as you know with your consumer strategist hat on given that eating meat versus eating plants is kind of a controversial topic do you see that as like a, a great opportunity for um creating a bit of a, a, a debate and a whirlwind and a, and a spectacle? Um, or do you see it as a bit more of a, a distraction from working out what the actual truth is, knowing that there's lots of these kind of curious skeptics sitting on the fence and some, some of them don't want to see a fight, they just want to see a, a, a clear message? What do you think? Oh, it's for us, it's all about the clear message. So, and, and as I said, I don't think we can solve it. I don't think there will be, you know, there isn't definitive science in any direction and we know that, but at least it will help people understand the information that's out there and how to compare it because the, the, the messages are so different. So we are all, it's all about providing that information, having a very informed and um, and you know, not formal debate, but an, an, a, 
enough um, back and forth that you can actually dig into some of the issues. So, you know, a lot of the time when we've seen debates online before, and I certainly went through this experience, you'll, you'll get a, a position from one one viewpoint and then you'll get a position from another viewpoint and then you'll move on to another topic and then you think as a someone listening in as a layman how what does that then mean like so which one's right how do I how do I decide and so we just want to allow for that kind of conversation to be a bit more fluid and open and accessible to people so that when you're hearing these experts you're able to 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 have a bit more of a sense of you know where does your own opinion lie because you've been able to bring that information a bit closer together um, so it's absolutely not about it being a spectacle and it won't be because we are we're setting it up to be you know as as informed and um, structured a session as we can whilst allowing that back and forth as well it's something I've always liked about uh, Dr Un David Unwin's work is that he he doesn't want to pick fights with people he just wants to present his own data about how people are getting better and um, he's very careful to do that and I think that's very effective Clearly, he's got into the the observer recently, which I think was probably harder than getting into, you know, uh, uh, other papers like the Telegraph or you know the Express or because you know the Guardian and the Observer, they might be reticent to recommend a, a diet with meat in it. You know, there's there's that. So the fact that his work really speaks for itself, in spite of the fact that he's um, very careful and softly spoken and uh, and just sticks to the data is is marvelous. Um, and besides like general practice and talking about cancer and talking about meat or plants, um, what are the other subjects that people will be able to find out about there, Sam? Yes, so um, I mean the, the the morning is all about insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes, um, which will be with Ben Bickman, Dave Unwin. Um, Roy Taylor and our very own Helen Gowers, um, who's the operations manager for the Lifestyle Club. Um, and then uh, later on, on the Friday, um, we also have an Alzheimer's panel, um, which is going to be really interesting. Then on the Saturday morning, uh, we have uh, How to Overcome Food Addiction, which will be another panel, but that will be started off by um, Georgia Eads. Um, the, the world-renowned uh, psychiatrist from, from the States. Um, so that's that's going to be really exciting um, and, and kick things off for this year in terms of what we've got uh, going uh, behind the scenes um, with food addiction. Uh, and then uh, later on that morning, um, we've got a um, Can You Outrun uh, a Bad Diet um, with the likes of James Cracknell. Um, Christian Daly, um, the, the former Premiership footballer, um, as well as Victoria Jeffs, um, who's going to be the uh, oldest woman to, to row across the Atlantic by herself. Um, so that's that's going to she and she's doing that on keto um, as well. Um, so she describes herself as a keto athlete, um, for instance. That's really inspiring. Um, and then we're rounding off the day after the Do We Need to Eat Plants um, panel with uh, Are Cows Destroying the Planet panel. Um, so that's a switch kind of obviously from, from health and metabolic health um, over to regenerative farming. Um, but obviously there's a link there, you know, where your food comes from is very important. Um, and kind of as we, as you kind of alluded to with, you know, 
David being published in, in the Observer, you know, perhaps they might be reticent to, to publish David's uh, results in that paper because, yeah, it's omnivorous, for instance. And uh, yeah, there's there's a large discussion going on, going on in the environmental uh, field in terms of, you know, are cows contributing massively to climate change? Um, and we have uh, on that panel, um, we have Jane Buxton, um, who's the author of the great uh, plant-based con. Um, and she did, you know, years and years and years of research into this. And she's, she's got uh, quite a few experts in the field on that panel from the world of farming um, and, and even academia as well in regards to the environment. So uh, that's going to be really cool too. Mm, yeah, very broad ranging and deep and interesting. And hopefully, you know, gives a license for some people to, to really put their health first. You know, I think um, sometimes the messaging is that we, we need to sacrifice our health for some kind of greater good. And I think uh, the more light is shone on this, the, the clearer it is that that's just not really the way it is. Um, so it's, it's nice to see that that's going to be part of it and that there's a, a holistic approach um, it was, uh, you know, I was at the, the Causes of Obesity Conference as an attendee in London in October, and there was a really multidisciplinary feel to it. And I think, you know, that cross-pollination brings loads of new ideas and uh, mixing to it. And there's there's just no, you know, although it's great that the, the talks are going to be up on YouTube afterwards, there's just no substitute for being there in person and getting to meet all these people. Um, so can you remind us of the dates and how people can get tickets? Uh, Olivia, please. Sure. Um, so it's the 19th and 20th of May, so just a few weeks away now. And yeah, as you said, it's there's no replacement for being there in person. I myself have been to a couple of conferences recently and, you know, the people that you meet and the networks that you create and the inspiration you come away with are are impossible to get online but we absolutely would love people to watch it online but please prioritize coming to the conference because you know we're a charity and we need the grassroots support and we won't be able to build this message unless we have that so it you know if there's some something you want to do from a broader societal benefit then attending is definitely is definitely helping us the most and gives you a really great experience as well and and the way to do that would be to book on our website on phc uk org forward slash conference um tickets are available and um and there's the option to go for the whole time the friday and the saturday or you can just come along for one of the days and either way it's going to be it's going to be great so we really hope people come along and support us fantastic yeah phcuk.org slash conference get on the website get your tickets right now it's in sheffield so it's kind of centrally it positioned in the UK, it's very easy to get there. Um, and I would just urge everyone to go on now and buy tickets and then think about think about the rest later. Um, yeah. And where, it's at the where, festival as well, so it's a great venue to experience. Yeah, amazing venue. I've always wanted to go to see the snooker. It's the World Championship snooker venue, isn't it? I can't um, promise any snooker, though. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, brilliant. Um, I really appreciate you both coming on. Um, and 
you know, I'll 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 personally not be there at the conference, but hopefully that'll spur a few more listeners on to be there themselves. Um and thanks again. Well, thank you for having us. Absolute pleasure, Ali. Thank you. Thanks for listening or watching, everyone. Uh, please hit subscribe where you're watching or listening so you don't miss out on future episodes. And please, please leave a review. It takes 30 seconds and really helps get these messages out there. And if you or anyone you know could benefit from a mental health tune-up, head over to metsy.com. That's M-E-T-P-S-Y.com, where myself and psychiatrist Dr. Rachel Brown coach people to better mental health.